I start from page 55, Public Proclamation as Remembrance. I have so far mentioned three types of dhikr, prescribed prayers, recitation of the Holy Quran, and remembrance of Allah other than prayer, done privately. One type of dhikr, which is done publicly, yet remains. It is performed in two, two ways. One, when we meet fellow Muslims, we should talk about Allah's power and glory and recall his blessings, instead of indulging in frivolous and vain talk. This purifies the heart and a beneficent impression is made on the innermost feelings. Once the Holy Prophet wasallam came out of his house, he saw some people engaged in prayer in the mosque. Some others were sitting in a circle talking of faith. He joined the latter group and said, What these people are doing is better. This shows that public proclamation is sometimes superior to, rem to remembrance in private. There are times when remembrance in private is essential, but when many people are present, it is more beneficial to recite publicly to share the spiritual experiences with each other. Keeping to oneself under these circumstances may lead to pretense. Exposition of the meanings of the Holy Quran is also included in this type of dhikr. Similarly, inviting fellow Muslims to acts of goodness is counted as dhikr. 2. Then there is dhikr done in the meeting of the opponents. All religions other than Islam are guilty of acts of omission or commission in describing the attributes of God. To nonetheless describe this true the true status of God, the glory of God in their meetings is therefore a form of dhikr. Allah says, Ya ayyuhal muddathir, kum fa'anzir. O thou that hast rubbed thyself with thy mantle, arise and warn, and thy Lord do thou magnify. Quran chapter 74 verse 2 to 4. To warn people and to express the greatness of God before them has been included here as takbir, which is a part of dhikr. To conclude, expressing the attributes of Allah to the people belonging to other faiths is dhikr. Chapter 87 of the Holy Quran, Surah Al-A'la, also points to the same fact. The word dhikr has been used specifically for such activities in Surah Al-A'la, which says, فَذَكِّرْ إِنَّ فَعَاتِ الذِّكْرَى So go on reminding. Surely, reminding is profitable. Quran chapter 87 verse 10 Benefits of dhikr I will now turn to the benefits of dhikr. 1. The greatest benefit of dhikr is that it leads to the pleasure of God, not just like any other good deed, but in a special way. The reward of a deed is commensurate with its importance. God Almighty says about dhikr that it is the greatest of all affairs. At another place in the Holy Quran, he says, وَعَدَ اللَّهُ الْمُؤْمِنِينَ وَالْمُؤْمِنَاتِ جَنَّاتٍ تَجْرِي مِنْ تَحْتِهَا الْأَنْهَارُ خَالِدِينَ فِيهَا وَمَسَاكِنَ طَيِّبَةً فِي جَنَّاتِ عَدْنِ وَرِضْوَانٌ مِّنَ اللَّهِ أَكْبَرُ ذَلِكَ هُوَ الْفَوْزُ الْعَظِيمُ Allah has promised to the believers, men and women, gardens beneath which streams flow, wherein they will abide, and delightful dwelling places in gardens of eternity. And the pleasure of Allah is greatest of all. That is the supreme triumph. Holy Quran chapter 9 verse 72 the greatest reward is the pleasure of Allah. The greatest of all rewards can only result from the greatest of deeds, which is dhikr. Hence, the reward of dhikr is the pleasure of Allah. In the above verse, God Almighty distinguishes the pleasure of Allah from other rewards. 
This shows that it is something different and is the greatest of all. Indeed, for a true believer, there can be no reward higher than receiving the pleasure of his Lord. Allah has clearly indicated that if you carry out dhikrillahi, the greatest of all deeds, you will receive the pleasure of Allah, the greatest of all rewards. 2. Remembrance of Allah can lead to the comfort and peace of the heart. Allah says, الَّذِينَ آمَنُوا وَتَطْمَئِنُّ قُلُوبُهُمْ بِذِكْرِ اللَّهِ أَلَا بِذِكْرِ اللَّهِ تَطْمَئِنُّ الْقُلُوبُ Those who believe and whose hearts find comfort in the remembrance of Allah. I, it is in the remembrance of Allah that hearts can find comfort. Holy Quran, chapter 13, verse 29. Hearts find comfort in dhikr. Why? Because anxiety is caused by the fear of an impending calamity. If a man believes that, there is a remedy for every ailment. He will not be worried. When someone remembers Allah and realizes that with his unlimited powers, he can remove all types of difficulties, his heart comforts him by saying, Why do I need to be concerned? I have an all-powerful God. He will surely remove my troubles. Such thoughts provide peace of mind. 3. Allah befriends him who spends his time in his remembrance. He provides him a place in his audience even when he is still in this world. As he says, Therefore, remember me and I will remember you. And be thankful to me and do not be ungrateful to me. Holy Quran chapter 2 verse 153 Just as the worldly kings invite people to their royal audience when they are pleased with them, so does Allah. 4. Remembrance of Allah saves one from sins. God Almighty says in the Holy Quran, Recite that which has been revealed to thee of the book, and observe prayer. And prayer surely restrains one from indecency and manifest evil. And remembrance of Allah indeed is the greatest virtue, and Allah knows what you do. Holy Quran chapter 29 verse 46 Prayer saves you from indecency and evil. As I stated earlier, prayer is a form of remembrance of Allah. Hence, remembrance of Allah guards against sins. Dhikr is weighty. When it falls upon the head of Satan, he will be crushed to death and will no longer incite you towards evil. 5. Remembrance of Allah strengthens the hearts and promotes the spirit of fighting evil. As God Almighty says, Ya ayyuhalladheena amanu, idha laqeetum fi'atan fathbutu, wadkurullaha kathira la'allakum tuflihun. O ye who believe, when you encounter an, an army, remain firm and remember Allah much that you may prosper. Holy Quran chapter 8 verse 46. According to this verse, the way to encounter a strong enemy is to remember Allah in abundance. 6. A person who remembers Allah will be successful in all his affairs, provided that he remembers Allah with utmost fidelity. This is proven by the verse which I recited earlier. Allah says, And remember Allah much that you may prosper. Chapter 8 verse 46 7. The Holy Prophet wasallam says that on the day of judgment, Seven types of people will be granted the shadow of Allah's mercy. One of them are the people who remember Allah. 
The Holy Prophet wasallam asked that it will be a grievous day. Nobody has ever seen the like of it. Allah's wrath will be great that day because all mischief makers will be presented before him. The sun will draw near. Anyone who is granted a shadow of Allah's mercy that day will be lucky indeed. 8. Allah accepts the prayers of those who remember him. The prayers mentioned in the Holy Quran start with dhikr, that is, tasbih, and tahmid. The first prayer is contained in Surah Al-Fatiha. It starts with verses consisting exclusively of dhikr. Bismillahir Rahmanir Rahim, Alhamdulillah Rabbil Alameen, Ar-Rahmanir Rahim, Maliki Yawmiddin. In the name of Allah, the most gracious, ever merciful. All praise belongs to Allah, Lord of all the worlds, the most gracious, ever merciful, Master of the Day of Judgment. Holy Quran chapter 1 verses 1 to 4. Then comes the part which is partly for God and partly for man. Thee alone do we worship and thee alone we implore for help. Holy Quran chapter 1 verse 5. In the end comes the supplication Guide us in the right path, the path of those on whom thou hast bestowed thy blessings, and not of those who have incurred thy displeasure, nor of those who have gone astray. Holy Quran chapter 1 verse 6 to 7. Surah Al-Fatiha is a prayer. But God Almighty starts it with remembrance and ends it with the supplication. We observe the same phenomenon in the world. When a beggar comes, he first praises the master of the house and then submits his plea. Similarly, when a man goes to beg of Allah, he should first acknowledge the authority of God and admit his own weakness. Prophet Jonah did the same when he cried in the depth of darkness saying, La ilaha illa anta subhanak, inni kuntu min al-zalimin. There is no God but thou, holy art thou. I have indeed been of the wrongdoers. Holy Quran chapter 21 verse 88. He first expressed the glory of God and then he stated the condition in which he found himself. Moreover, the Holy Prophet wasallam attributes the following statements to Allah. He who remains busy in my remembrance receives more from me than those who merely keep saying this, than those who merely keep asking. This hadith does not mean that you should not pray to God. Surah Al-Fatiha, which is the mother of the book, combines dhikr with prayer. Both the Holy Quran and the hadith teach us many prayers. The hadith only means that one who does not perform dhikr but only submits pleas and requests receives less than the one who keeps praying for what he needs and additionally takes the time to perform dhikr. 9. Dhikr is a means of receiving Allah's forgiveness from sins. The Holy Prophet says that a person who performs takbir, tahmid, and tasbih is forgiven all his sins, even if the sins are innumerable, like foam in the sea. 10. Dhikr sharpens the insight. One who remembers Allah discovers verities and points of wisdom with which he himself is surprised. God Almighty says, Inna fi khalqi samawati wal ard, wa ikhtilafi layli wa nahari laayati li ulil albab. Allah 
In the creation of heavens and the earth, and in the alternation of the night and the day, there are indeed signs for men of understanding. Those who remember Allah while standing, sitting, and lying on their sides, and ponder over the creation of the heavens and the earth. Our Lord, thou hast not created this in vain. Holy art thou. Save us then from the punishment of a hellfire. Holy Quran chapter 3 verses 191 and 192. 11. Remembrance of Allah leads to righteousness. There is a hadith in which the Holy Prophet attributes the following statements to God Almighty. When a servant of mine remembers me in his heart, I remember him in private. And if he remembers me in public, I remember him in public. This hadith shows that when, for example, a man says, Holy art thou, O Allah, Allah returns this with a blessing. May you also become holy and purified. When Allah says that, purification is surely attained. Similarly, when a man glorifies the name of Allah among others, Allah raises his good name among people. The world acknowledges him as a righteous man. It is human nature that if you associate with someone often, your love and affection for them increases. People even begin to love the village or city in which they live. When someone remembers Allah day and night and mentions his name, his love for Allah will gradually increase. These, in short, are the benefits of remembrance of Allah. I pray that Allah may make them beneficial for me and for all of you. Amin.